This is Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe to the show. I truly appreciate the support. Welcome to Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. I'm your host, Yoel. i got a very special guest here, Emma D. Digallo. Did I get it right? Yes. Did yes, you got, did, Diallo? actually. Oh, I got it right yes. the first time. Okay, I should have <laughs> yes. been confident with it. Yes. I'm cultured. I'm cultured. Uh, I'm a yes, I'm a U.S. immigrant as well. I'm from Ethiopia, so we got different okay. different ways to say different things. Um, yes, from, we do. From Emma's Universe podcast, a spiritual mm-hmm. podcast, really cool podcast. Um, this topic is something that you know I'm super super passionate about, super interested in. You know, religion, God, spirit. You know, the things that you know we hear about, we we experience, but we can't quite you know, put, put our finger on. Um, you mentioned that you are Italian descent. Um, you are living where right now? In the U.S. Where, where in, in the, the U.S.? US. In Minnesota. Where's your exact address? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> um, Minnesota, nice. Yeah, uh, you moved here 20 years ago, you mentioned? Yes, over 20 okay. years ago, yeah. Why'd you yeah, move here? Plan- just because? The, yeah, the plane landed. I had to get out of the plane. Otherwise, it would take me out of the plane. So, yes, that's what... Uh, what do you mean? Landed here. This was like a well, refugee. Like, I love it. No, it's not Savage. a refugee. So when people, you know, when people ask where you came from, well, I didn't have a choice. I had to get off the plane. That was the destination, Minnesota. So Well, you know what I yes. mean, Emma. Come on. <laughs> Don't be mean to me. I'm the host. <laughs> <laughs> I am not mean, trust me. I like to tease. But uh, yeah, I knew people here and I just uh, came here just because, like you said, just because I felt, you know, the U.S. would be more a good place for me. Yeah. yeah. An opportunity and it felt more like home than where I was, actually. Interesting. What part of Italy? Uh, North Udine, just across from Venice. Oh, just Not by Tri- Trieste. Uh, no. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah? Close to that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. You know what's super funny? So during quarantine, I, uh, mm-hmm. I, was, on, I was on Tinder. And uh, I was on Tinder no. Passport. You know what that is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's where you can go to different countries. I do. Yeah. So I was there. Mm-hmm. And then I went to just different countries because, you know, week one, you know, you talk to your friends. Week two, you talk to your friends. <laughs> Week, week three, three four, like, five, yeah. I was like, okay, like I got to figure something else out. I'm, I'm yep. like starting to go crazy. It's literally, this is literally like glorified prison. So uh, yeah, I went, I went to, uh, you know, I went to Italy. I matched with the girl. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, we just kept in contact actually, which is really funny. And yeah, she's from there. And, you know, I learned a lot about, you know, Italian culture and just like, mm-hmm. it was a, just a really cool experience. Like, we may never meet, which, you know, is fine. Obviously, I didn't, like, fall in love with her. But <clears throat> but it's just cool because I learned a lot and, you know, just little things about um, the culture just through our conversations and, you know, geographically, like, the fact that I know where that is. And, you know, I picked up which on your Which is great, which is awesome. Ambassador. You know, I feel <laughs> so worldly and, and like an ambassador. I feel awesome. I feel so cool. That's great. Did you share anything about Christmas and what we normally eating at the time of christmas or anything like no, that because you know this no. is the season mm. okay no, what it, how is it different is it different uh well it is different because we do have and i know it's it's in the u.s as well uh they're selling it finally uh it's the panettone so we got some few things that are only panettone. appearing at the time of christmas yeah the panettone <laughs> so cool. those um those are kind of a uh, um not the traditional fruitcake, but it's kind of more of a brioche mixed with some nice um, dry raisins and oranges uh, in there. But it's pretty good. So it's only you can only find it at the time of Christmas, mm. which is awesome. It's like, yes, it's like a bring gift. me to the spirit reminds, of Christmas. Re- yeah, exactly. The smell probably reminds you of that time. I love yeah, stuff oh, yeah. Like but in America, uh, yeah, you know, most things we get at instantaneously every time of the year. It's like cool to have things that you can like I grew up in, uh, in Israel. There's like mm-hmm. foods that, you know, are only, you can only really smell around certain times, you know, that yeah. are baked fresh, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it's like, it's so nice. It's like, it just brings you back to memory land. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember when so I powerful. did this, that wasn't that great. Yes, I love it. So it's always like a, the time with the seasons, like, yeah, I feel like home. Oh, it is so, home here, but. 
speaking of Christmas, this is not going to be a good segue, but I'm going to make it one. Speaking of Christmas, (laughs) Jesus, religion, uh, what is God's uh, position in spirituality in your opinion? You like that segue? I like it. Very nice, actually. Very smooth, y'all. <laughs> Very smooth. You know what I'm saying? I, try. Uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, because, you know, again, uh, your, your, uh, your podcast is yep. very spiritual. That's a really, really, really important uh, subject, especially now uh, with, you know, things really being unstable, people really having to face themselves and, and who they are and what they're made of. And uh, I think a lot um, uh, because, well, as growing up as a child um, and seeing what I saw, because I, I, if, you, if you know it, um, well, I don't like to call myself a medium, but I'm a sixth sensory. I rather say the word sixth sensory than medium. Um, we, we all are faced with, with our destiny. We all are faced with our own spirituality, with our own growth. And the opportunity we've got this year, even though it's not a pretty one, Uh, with the pandemic is for us to go back to basics. And I talked a lot about it because a lot of people were so much in a society that goes and run, run, run. You know, we have social media. We're sucked in social media Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And it should be an extension of us, not our world. And people are not using it the way they should be, which is interesting. But we're all faced by uh, doing and cleaning up our backyard. So it is a time right now for everybody uh, to just looking at what they've got so far, where they have been so far, and where they're going to move forward. It's a time where, and I know a lot of people find it very uncomfortable because they're not used to it. You have to become flexible, and you really have to reflect on where you are with your mate, with your life. And I talked a lot about it in the podcast because it's essential to pass the message from the universe. Everything Mm -hmm. I talked all of the blogs and everything I publish is basically me sitting down and let, letting the communication and the flow uh, of the universe speak through me. So, you know, we're at the time of Christmas. Let's count our blessing. Maybe we lost our job and we feel like the world is upside down and we're for a lot of people, for all of us. But there is always a silver lining. Maybe it's time for you to start to do something else. It's time for you to look what needs to be, what I call it, unloaded, meaning, well, I'm going to look in my relationship and see if, you know, I have toxic relationship with a mate, with a family members, with everybody around, and start to clean it up. Yeah. And maybe uh, connect like you did. You did a great thing by, you know, you went on Tinder and started to go around the world and go in Italy and connect yeah. with people. Even to be honest, that's you... good because it's funny you yeah. say that because I was thinking that too, because I was so wrapped up in my work. I wasn't even communicating yeah. to my friends, like wasn't really focused on, you know, meeting a girl. Like if it was, it was just like through, you know, my life and, you know, it's not good to always do that again, but if you're neglecting it, which I was neglecting it and just focusing on my work every single day, then that's the perfect, that was the perfect time for me to, you know, reach out and start to, you know, go out that's there. Funny. That's funny you say that because you have to connect and people are, like you said, you're wrapped up in your work, in your little world, and you're not expanding. You're just closing yourself up like an oyster. I just recorded mm-hmm. something yesterday about that, actually. <laughs> closing yourself up not reaching out and we all have done that i have done that everybody has done that but we need to make the effort to reconnect uh using tinder and even people meeting people across the world doesn't mean you're going to meet them but you can stay friend with them three yeah. years you can have a long path and a journey with those guys you may be never going to meet them but they are good friends because you're connecting with them and that's what people need to do it's just reconnecting and go back to basics because we lost the way to, re- to go back to basics, which basics is taking care of our own self, balance, learn to balance our life. Like you said, you were wrapped up in your work and you lost track of everything else. And it's yeah. like, no, you need to make the time, take the time to do it. And even though sometimes it's more difficult to do it or you feel like maybe nobody's going to reach out to you or you're going to, yeah, or, you know, all of the relationship uh, run their course. You get nothing else to share with people. That, that's yeah. where you need to expand. So what was nice for you, it's just you went the extra miles. You went into what I call it the unknown. And you just went out there. 
And when yeah. out there brings you opportunities, opportunities to meet great people, learn more things. So that's a great, uh, great avenue to do it. But we, we need to go back to our spirit and we need to go back to our own self and really assess what we want to do. This time is a great opportunity to really sit down and say, okay, what are my dreams? Because we lost track of our dreams. And what do I want to accomplish next? And it's a great time right now to just shift and the focus on it and maybe start to think, how can I make it happen and have the support of the universe, actually. You'll be surprised. People are surprised when um, the first step is the hardest one. It's going into the unknown and say, okay, maybe I'm going to start my own business or my own podcast. And it's how I'm going to do it. And with the support of the universe, you're going to find the right help, the right software, everything you want, and you're going to start to do that. And it's the same with, well, except for relationship. I have one thing to say to people about yeah, relationship. To really the problem around. with relationship, well, you know, we are sending vibration. We're, we're not only spirit, but we are human and we are vibrational uh, uh, being. So everything, every thoughts we've got in our mind will go into the world and the universe will grab it. And everything we said, then good, bad, ugly, or venting. Relationship is, I think, uh, the hardest part for people to understand. If you're like alone, or if you're single, or if you just broke up with somebody, do not go into the desperate mode, or every time you go out, if you go out, or if you go like on Tinder, you say, I'm gonna find the love of my life, I am desperate. You're gonna bring the thoughts and everything that is wrong. You have yeah. to let it happen. You have to go with the flow, and maybe send it to the universe as a thought. I want to meet somebody that is good for me or whatever the deal is, you know, put your little groceries list, not too tight on your groceries list. Like I said, you don't want to describe the person. You just want to have the attribute and the intent and send it to the world and go about your business. So like if you go on Tinder and just met people like that, they're just going to meet people for connecting, not to try to find the mate and be desperate. You know what's really funny about that? Like I always what? think about this. Like you know when people are like, "I want someone like this, this, this." I'm yes. really, really picky. I'm like, <laughs> "You're yeah. single. Like mm -hmm. think about that. You're single and you haven't met someone yet that you like. So how the hell do you know what you like? You know what I mean? And well, like you might like something. Like you might meet someone and like them, and might they might not meet those superficial criterias that you found. If that makes sense. Like, I love it. Yes. You, put, you putting those criterias out there implies that you like ha have experienced those criterias mm -hmm. and have enjoyed them and ha mm -hmm. had a successful relationship with them. Clearly that is, that is not the case, which is why you're back on the market. Right. <laughs> so it's like really be, yes. you know, address dating with some humility, in my opinion, you know, you know, you got to have your, you know, non-negotiables, maybe like, you know, morally, religiously, you know, like, do they want to have being, stuff even, like that, the even, big stuff, but. If, even less than that, for me, the basics is somebody authentic and honest. If you get those two criteria in your list, you're not going to find the people who's going to be cheating or lying to you, but just honest and authentic. I think it's one of the biggest foundation uh, you can have in a relationship, actually, because you want yeah. somebody who's honest. You want somebody who's really, what you see is what you get. You do not yeah, want the illusion or one and just, well, yeah, and you don't want, you know, Everybody, oh, I'm not going to say everybody, but I, I use a lot in my podcast as a reference of the Brad Pitt of the world. I'm like, don't look at the package because if you're doing this, then you're closing your opportunity and the universe cannot help you because if I say, I want the Brad Pitt and I want this and I want that, I'm like, yeah. So basically you're narrowing down to something that will be extremely difficult and mm, it's not going to work. If you just look at the... Um, uh, what the person has, if it's somebody who's absolutely down to earth, honest, faithful, you know, that match uh, what your spirit is, then you will meet that person. But again, you need to keep an open mind. A lot of people, uh, when finding love, first of all, it's always at the least expected. And I can speak about it uh, by life. <laughs> I'm a living proof of that because... When I dropped on my lap, I dropped on my light and I wasn't expecting anything at all. I didn't even saw it coming. But it's keeping an open mind. It's like, okay, know the person and see. Because you will realize maybe it's not six foot tall. Maybe it's a little bit shorter than that. 
But everything else, Madge, and you're like, at the end of the day, it's like, whoa, I met the right person and I'm open to yeah, experience maybe there's something other new. Things, maybe there's other things about that person that is attractive. But um, yes. I, ha I have yes. a theory. I have a theory that I want to run by you. Okay. I want to hear your perspective on it. So, okay. you know what I've been realizing lately? Like, a lot of dudes and girls will date and they'll be like, well, no, I just haven't found the right person. I want this person. I want them to look like this. When in reality, they just want to genuinely like date around and sleep around, which is okay. But they're putting it under the guise of pretending like they're just trying to find the right one. It, just so that society will not judge them, whether they're girls or guys. Oh, yeah. And I've been really, really like tapping into that, um, like that, that not that philosophy, but that like perspective and how people are kind of moving around. So um, kind of my opinion on that is like people have to genuinely understand themselves like spiritually and, and yeah. really understand what they are genuinely looking for, not what they ideologically <clears throat> want to find, but are you really ready for a relationship right now? Like, are you genuinely looking for that? If you are, okay, cool. You know, come step into my corner. You know, maybe we can help you out. But if you're not and you're just trying to pretend like, oh, I'm just trying to find the right one. You know, she just wasn't <laughs> it. Blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, you move on. And it's just like, okay. Like, if you just want to sleep around and don't want to get judged, that's okay, man. It's 2020. You know, it is what it is. So, um, I think to your points, like, you know, because I do think like some people like, you know, I'll just like, you know, I'll have friends, guy friends, girlfriends that mm -hmm. you know, will just tell me problem after problem, guy after guy. And I'm just like, or girl after girl. And I'm just like, okay, dog, if you don't want to like, if you're like, don't play with me because you're going to waste my time. Yep. But don't waste your time if you deep down just want to hook up, but you're like pretending on the surface that you're like trying to find the one. So, At least, um, and, and that's going to play against them too, because remember, uh, as uh, karma is always around the block, so whatever they're doing is going to come back and bite them in the rear end because the day they may be going to fall in love with somebody, they're going to be played out too. Yeah. And to me, it's, honesty is something that goes a long way. Maybe they're doing it as honestly, well. Because, honesty with yourself too. Well, really yes, important. exactly. Well, you, yeah, because if you are putting the cards on the table and just say, okay, I just want to, uh, to have a little fun here. There is no string attached. Uh, maybe a white night stand. Okay, that at least the person know. But it's more offensive at the end of the day for the other one and hurtful to, you know, play on somebody else's feeling uh, just to get, uh, quote unquote, 15 minutes of fun. It's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So a lot of people are, will lie to it. In the old days, I would say we were a little bit more straightforward, I would say. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I heard Italy's way more straightforward. Well, we, Europe is more straightforward because we'll go yeah. and we'll give you the intent. It's like, well, I'm here to have fun. I'm just remembering, like going back to memory line. Yeah, uh, like we're at a we bar, like... Well, like you, it was like, going to bar, going to uh, uh, well, we're not. There was not much bars we were going to. It was more parties um, and stuff like that. But okay. when, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Thank God they did not have cell phone. I'm telling you, I am thankful they did not because, good lord, I could have been probably unpopular or just even worse in the Kardashian at some point. I was like, oh my god, we did some stuff. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> good for us. Nobody recorded it. We're good. That's funny. But yeah, looking at like uh, honesty. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. Not, I thought, I thought, no, I thought fine. we were being honest. <laughs> I thought we were being, okay. I'll remember uh, that. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, no, I, I will. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if you're not uh, comfortable, you don't have to share. I really. No, it's no, fine. it's fine. It's not, I'm not uh, comfortable, but maybe if some of the stories come back, uh, Let's put it this way. We, we, we had a lot of fun. Let's put it this way. We, we know we were playing around, but at least we knew why we were getting into it. So yeah. in most of the time, there were more. Yeah, you have to be honest. It's like, I don't like this kind of games. It's too superficial and you can feel it and it's disappointing for the other person. So, but again, yeah, I think, like a, I think subconsciously, you. I think subconsciously also, it's almost like a filtration system because, mm -hmm. um, 
like the games are almost like a way for you know it just depends on what level right if if like say a girl or a guy like say for me say if a girl you know might like me but like she has a ton of other options right like the games are kind of like a like a like a like a chess match match of Mm -hmm. wits discipline uh, to see like if I'm sharp and like if I can say something funny over text or like you know stuff like not like stuff like that but like I think like texting game like all of these little like really really corny really really surface level like things That's that don't really yeah like yeah. that don't really matter in the long run no. especially I mean keep in mind though I'm in my mid twenties um, I think mm-hmm. things change as you get older but um, like yeah i would get bored i will absolutely get bored and walk away because for me if there is no yeah if you don't have the substance and you're playing game that's mean you're not serious it's like okay if i want to meet somebody i want to know that person if it's just to see if you're going to be funny or you're going to say something that's going to be oh wow we did something even better than the other one i'm sorry it's not a competition it's supposed to know people though no, I'm just kidding. Well, it is. You know it what? is. Some people, it? All make it, some people all make it competition, but it's not yeah. supposed See, this is, what, this is where the ego is playing a part into it because if people But wear, also keep in mind, like these, you know, mid-20s, you know, girls, it's just a different psychology that a lot of, a lot. I mean, I'm in Los Angeles as well, but it's just a different mentality. I think as like, I think like 30s, like 40s, maybe like, I think things kind of change a little bit, like, you know, maybe life, you know, like when you're young, you know, you don't even really care about taking relationships that seriously. You know what I mean? There isn't really a lot of forces at play. You know, you might be focusing on your career. You might have not had those negative relationship experiences yet to make you be Mm -hmm. like, oh, shit, like I don't fucking like games like this was fun and everything. But guess what? Like this is not emotionally sustainable. Well, and, and for somebody who come from Europe, it's like, we don't, I, we never did. And I, for me, it would bore me after a minute. I'm like, I don't have time to get QTPT. I'm like, no, I have something else to do. Then I want, I want something more fun, but that's mean more content and substance. If it's just yeah. to be the butterfly, I did this in high school. Yeah. For me in my twenties, that was different. Uh, I was already had the maturity because I travel and live in different places of the, in the world. So it's like, okay. Mm. And I was, my mentality wasn't as child. I'm going to call it, use the word childish, but this is what it sounds like. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm in my little uh, sandbox and I'm having fun. I'm like, okay, fun. But there's other things to get fun and start to know yourself, start to do other things. That's more that will enrich your uh, spirit and maybe brought up your horizon and you brought up yeah. your mind and open your mind. For me, it would be more interesting this way than, you know, wedding and just get 20 people around and you're going to play with it. I'm like, well, that would be high school. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a maturity. There's such a maturity gap in America, yes. though. Like, we do yeah. not have problems. Like, I'm blessed. Like, I have parents that, like, um, you know, pushed me and made me look at life like, you know, a certain way. Like I'm from a different country. I grew up around a lot of different cultures and mm-hmm. uh, there are certain things that you learn through that, you know, the, yep. the things that are the same, the, you know, the morality, you know, just certain things. And like in America, like things are so good and people that live here don't really realize it. And mm-hmm. not only are they good, but you kind of are really put in bubbles, especially if you're well off. You're not mm-hmm. only you not only have it really good, you have no like real exposure to people other than, you know, traditionally white or European descent people. Um, you know, there's some other, you know, culture sprinkled in there, but you know, it's just the nature of this country. And, you know, look, it's not their fault, but you know, I think it's super important to experience other things, not just like go to a different country and just like pretend like you're part of the culture, but like you know, maybe go to a different country, you know, be enriched inside of the culture or like talk to people that are not traditionally from your background. You know, you don't have to do these things, but there's a reward for doing that. You will become, you know, you will add another notch to your belt. You will add another perspective to yourself, you know, that may not have been there before. And, you know, it makes you more, you know, empathetic to people that don't look like you. 
And uh, I think mm-hmm. that trickles down into other aspects of, you know, American culture in the corporate world, in relationships, just things that like, you know, really are kind of like a big deal or like, you know, these little things that are like surface level become like the norm. And it's just like, who cares? Like in the grand scheme of life, in the grand scheme of this world, it's just not that serious. Like people just like, it's just really interesting from someone that has, you know, been blessed with an additional perspective. But I don't know. And I, I think there is opportunities now with uh, social media to at least learn more about other countries and culture and connect with people and mm-hmm. try to understand. And I agree with you. It's opening your mind. Here it is a bubble uh, and opportunities there, but um, not a lot of people will make and take that step. Even uh, I worked in corporate world world and uh, I quite often felt more like a third-class citizen at a point because it was easier for them to do that than to you know well she has an accent just probably doesn't understand like I'm not retarded people maybe I look like retarded to you but I am not I have a brain and uh, even being able to speak up and see things and try to course correct uh, things that I've seen you know, sometimes you ruffle feathers because like well well, she does she knows not probably no more than you do but I'm here to help so it's yeah. opening the mind and when people are more you know gravitating around people who are not from here originally it opens their minds because they understand they start to understand the culture they start to understand you know oh well they're more straightforward when we're talking we're speaking more straightforward there is no game what you see is what you get and it's refreshing for some people because there is a lack of being truthful and honest that doesn't pop you know, we want yeah. to be politically correct, which to me, I like, no, I like to be politically incorrect at any level I can. But being honest is something a lot of people are not used to it. And yeah. if, it's, if they were more opening their mind and learn more about different culture, that, that will help. Doesn't mean they have to mimic the culture. It's just the understanding, the history. That will, that will open their mind more for sure. So, yeah, yeah. it's very and interesting when you go around people. It's true. Way. And uh, so. it's funny because, like, a lot of people have been in the system of, like, play, like kind of, like, playing the system. Like, they mm-hmm. might have done it in high school. They might have played the system in college, you know, yep. you know kind of, you know, rubbed elbows and, you know, grease palms um, in certain aspects that in of their life. And then they, they yeah, they transition that, they transition Mm -hmm. that into the corporate world. And, you know, for me, I'm very big on like your merit being the thing that helps you succeed, like what you're able to do, you know, what you're able to produce. But um, unfortunately, you know, that, that philosophy does not apply in certain areas in the dating world. It's all about the games in the corporate world. It's all about the games in the political world. It's all about the games. And you know, what ends up happening is the whole system kind of starts to crumble where, you know, there it's not like a results based um, output. So like for a relationship, the, actual substance and the depths of that relationship aren't generally what went out in the corporate world the person that gets promoted isn't necessarily the one that's the most competent in the political world <laughs> it, it the person that become gets elected isn't the one that yeah. looks out for the best interest of that particular you know county country yeah. or government mm-hmm. right so it, yes so i think it's like you know i think we took something that was an added thing to as a person like you 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 should know how to work a room you should know how to yes um you know cater to the masses making sure you're not stepping on toes right but we made that the most important things and i think we're like really suffering for it we do and it's a great time right now and there is a lot because i work in some of the uh, lately in some of corporation that surprised me because they really went back to basics listening to people but there are only few of those huge corporations. A lot, you know, have their core yeah. uh, statement. We innovation, we listen to people, blah, blah, blah. But they don't follow through. And yeah. as I'm seeing right now, 
because I was talking with Ross Swan, I did a collab with him, actually, who's another uh, coach, life coach, and he's over in uh, Asia Pacific. A lot of people now are starting to shift. Not enough, but some people are starting to shift. And okay, we're going back to basics. We're listening to our spirit. Yeah. We're listening to what too. is right. It's starting and there is more and more coming up, which is nice. But yeah. it took uh, forever to get there, to get where we are. So there is a shift, but the people have to change. The people are willing to, you know, it's easy to say those words. I want to be authentic on this. But the test is, like you said, relationship. Okay, Do, if you really want to find the right person, you need to stop your little game of meeting 20 people. Just put your intent into the co-creation with the universe and mind your own business. Just have fun with the rest of your life, but don't try to play the games that, okay, y'all, so make me laugh now because I want you to make me laugh right now and see if you're going to be a good puppy. You're going to jump high. I'm going to tell you how high and you're going to follow. I'm like, that's ridiculous. That's, that's not yeah. a relationship. That's, that's a lie. <laughs> it's like yeah. entertaining. Just say you want to be entertained and that would be just fine. But yeah, for real. yeah it's, it's very difficult. Uh, but some people are making the effort to do that, which is good. Um, but we need more people to be mindful. And as I said, you need to grow up. You need to, um, to mature. And if you're not mature to date, just say so. I'm immature, but I just want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like you, you, you generally attract what you get, what you yes. put out. Like for me, I don't yes. really like those games. Like I'll have fun, mm -hmm. but I don't like, like, I don't really care like of like, oh, let me wait a little bit to text this person back because of blah, 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 blah. Or like, let me not, you know, like, let me like, you know, all of these little things, even in the corporate world and even in, you know, the, it's just like, I'm big on like honest, like, I think it's like really, really corny, really cringy. So yeah, it's, you know, I think that's so right. You got to just, you got to be honest and you got to, you can ideologically say, oh, I'm going to do something and then not actually put it into practice. And that's a really good point because a lot of companies will say, oh, well, you know, we're going to start listening to people, but in reality, yeah. they really don't. They don't. The nice thing is, you know, with these new companies, these new startups, you know, they are taking that philosophy of like, you know, the person that's best for the job is actually genuinely going to get there. And the nice thing mm -hmm. is, we're getting more sophisticated with the way we um, track things and we're getting more sophisticated in um, the metric that we use as far as someone's productivity. So like, for example, you know, say if a company was like doing well, it'd be because, you know, their stock went up and, and like mm -hmm. stuff like that. But there's so many different ways to manipulate that. Now with startups, yep. you know, a lot of things are online based. Um, so, and you know, there's so many different algorithms, different metrics that can actually kind of predict someone's, you know, productivity, how they've been doing over time, you know, what, you know, and, and it, it's just becoming better to hold someone accountable rather than being like, oh, I like this person because, you know, they gave, they give me coffee in the morning or they, you know, you know, and they do something really manipulative. Yes, because that's the problem when you get your little click and it's like you need to... The bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never liked the bureaucracy. I wasn't very popular in there either because I never play, I did not, never liked to play the game. But I felt that if you open your mind, even if you, you're always going to have the people who's going to come and, and kiss your little shoes in the morning because they, they want to be your bestie. But if you're really someone who's a leader for heart, you will reach out to everybody Yes, you're not going to connect with everybody at the same level. Maybe you're going to like Bob better because you have more affinity. You go play golf. You get something in common. But if Joe around the corner, uh, you're not have some, so much affinity, that doesn't mean you have to ignore him because maybe Joe has a solution to a problem you're trying to deal with. Yeah. So it's keeping uh, everybody connected. And I've seen it in few groups and few companies, only few, that's unfortunate. But yeah. uh, it, you could see um, the dynamic and people really open and caring and all different uh, point of views they had, putting them in a room, it did not end up to be a battlefield. Instead, it was great communication and finding solution and being open to, you know, like I said, leave your ego at the door yeah. And just come with your spirit because it's not a competition. Starts at the top. Competition. Too, yes. It starts at the top. I know. Because yeah, when someone strokes your ego, 
and then oh, you yeah. reward that person with attention mm-hmm. or you know, oh, other yeah. benefits, what does mm-hmm. that communicate to the rest of the team? What does that communicate Maybe. to the rest of your employees that says, oh, I have to, it's not about what I do. It's about yep. how I treat you. And yes. that's very tempting. But guess what? You're a leader. You have to know what, like, you know, you have to understand people and you have to understand what drives them. If that's the mm-hmm. logic you create within your organization, you're so close to ending because guess what? The people that don't do that, they genuinely progress based off merit. They genuinely, they genuinely, genuinely progress ba- based off of output and their way of, you know, producing something for the company rather than how they treat you. So yeah, it's interesting. I know. And it's very interesting, but this needs to change. And as I said, there's a shift happening right now. As I said, globally, uh, there's a shift, there is uh, awareness and more being more mindful of us first and others, because if you don't be, if you're not mindful of your own self and taking care of your own self, how can you uh, be present in somebody else's life? And I think a lot of people are making the mistake and it's not to be self-centered because a lot of people say, well, but I'm a self. No, you're not selfish. Take care of your own self. Make sure that you're grounded. Make sure that everything you've got, you're rested enough. You got enough time for your own self to recharge your batteries. You can uh, be happy not by, oh, I'm happy only when I'm helping somebody. It's like, no, you need to be happy in your life. Then you can help others. And that's another thing too that people need to do right now. But not a lot of people are doing it. I know the pandemic has been challenging for a lot of people are, you know, working from home. A lot of people had some meltdown and it's been horrible for some of them. It's like, no, it's not horrible. It's just, you know, do your inventory. But a lot of people lost their job. I agree with you. A lot of businesses are forced to close. The government is just, man, like they're telling businesses they have to close, but not helping them out. I think that's, that's, for me, I'm blessed, but for other people, you know, say they have like a restaurant, and mm-hmm. you know the government's saying hey guess what you know we're gonna make you close down but we're not gonna help you out you know that's and that's tough. the problem too and i agree with you i'm like a lot of people have lost uh what they've got and to me not having the support of the government is kind of a little like unsettling here in minnesota what they did instead than closing them off for good which was good this time around they were smart enough to say okay you can do takeout or delivery but you cannot have them sitting which is good because i kept them open instead of totally shutting them down uh so they modify some of the things but yes it would be nice to have the support of the government especially and i was thinking about it that's funny you say that on small businesses, I have my own small business as well. Mine, one portion has been put on hold since May. So it's going to be restarting because contracts are coming back. But again, it's been, you know, it's like, okay, let's do what else I can do. With that portion of the business, it has to be on hold. And with no support of the government, you're like, okay, so I'm, I'm gifted on what I do with my six sensory, so I'm okay. But still, it's like, no, we need a little bit more support, for sure. I agree with you on this one. Absolutely. But it gives others, it gives you, in the meantime, for people who have lost their job, even if you're still looking for a job, it gives you an opportunity to, uh, for some of, uh, for for people to look at what other skill set. I talk a lot about it because the What is your your business, your small business? uh, I do, well, I do the... um, Six sensory, six sensory, six sensory, the life uh, coach than I do. And I have uh, the other side, which is the consulting side, which is compliance processes and um, helping companies to uh, improve uh, how they run their company, actually. So I mm. do that too. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned that you were a medium. Yes, psychic, so, yes. So how did like... How did you discover that and what kind of like was that path? I'm so curious about that. Oh, I, I always knew since I was little, uh, I born with it uh, and I always saw. So what is uh, it well, before? Sorry to cut you off, but what is it for people that maybe don't know or maybe specifically? Being like a medium is it? being a psychic is to see having flashes, hear, see, smell, getting information from the universe, channeling. Uh, doing some healing as well. So that's what I, who I am. Since I'm a little girl, I, I had those gifts. 
and they never left me those gifts which helps me actually to get out from where i was um but uh i'm born with it so as i'm you know getting older and older so so my skills are expanding and i'm learning more stuff because i'm curious to learn more stuff along the way but that's what i do so i do uh uh, I like, like Colette Baron Reed said, predictive, um, more, we do predictive readings. Um, but yeah, that's what I do. So do you have people, I have people around the world to connect with me. Um, that can be at the level of business. That can be business people, businessmen who own their company or coaches or regular John Doe or Jen Doe who live in their house in their lives. And they want to know about what's going on what's going on in their lives and I help them along the way basically providing them information that will be predictive if they decide to go that route so let's say you got a business maybe you you're a business person and you're gonna have to sign a contract a huge contract and you don't know and you want to make sure that if you sign that contract, this will unfold the way it's supposed to be and you're gonna do a good relationship with another business or you got a big deal coming up then I can tell you yes or no, and I can provide you information or if you need to modify a few things along the way, or it's really a bad, bad business deal, then pull out, do not go in and something else will come along the way. So that's one thing. Talk about a lot, 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 lot about love life. But the problem is with, when you talk about love, especially when you do uh, readings with people, um, half of the people will not listen what you're saying. Especially yeah. when it comes down to relationship. Uh, if they're embarking in a wrong relationship and they're not open to hear what you said, even though it happened after... At the end of the day, do whatever they want. I'm oh, sure yes, that's, that's what, what we said. Yeah. That's, that's what I said to people. I give information and you do... Like I, I mentioned to people, I give them information. It's up to them to decide. Yeah. You take it or you don't. It is your responsibility, not mine, not any psychic around the world, to blame. You are the master of your own destiny. Mm -hmm. You have your own free will. So whatever, if you're listening to Paul who gave you the wrong advice and you go for it, don't blame Paul, blame yourself because you are responsible. At the end of the day, you listen to the wrong advice. I learned that a long time ago by, by myself too, knowing that was the wrong advice I took on in the past. So, but you are responsible. You have to be accountable. And a lot of people will, you know, blame, well, that person told me this and that didn't happen. Or Bob, my cousin told me that that was a good relationship. Or I had a good business going with this. Or, you know, somebody pushed me to get uh, a job that doesn't even match with what, you know, which, what I wanted to do and I end up in hell because it's horrible. Don't blame the person because you're the one who did it. Yeah, I, I don't really understand the whole like blaming other people in general, like for your actions. That's such a like victim, like powerless position to yes. take in anything. It's really, yes. really not smart. No, but a lot of people do that. A lot of people will blame and for me every time i made a mistake i remind myself so yeah you should never you knew the universe told you not to do it but you listen and you're like yeah and the first time you're like okay that was stupid of me the second time it's like okay it's becoming a pattern so no but follow your instinct so providing for me what i see as a, a vision what i see will unfold for people or if there is a business or anything is an advice it's nothing else than an advice that what the universe is telling me you know, if you go left, you're going to be slapped. If you go right, you're taking the right uh, path. Now, if you decide to go left and you get slapped, it's your problem. But I give the options. It's up to you. I show you what's coming up and it's up to you to decide. I course correct one thing. Yeah, funny story. You wanted to know about the past. Way a long time ago, started to, um, to learn to uh, drive, actually. And I went and see, there was a very old lady that we knew. And she, uh, before I learned to manipulate the cards, actually, that's why if I ever talk to somebody, it has to be a medium like I am, no, using no tools, nothing. And that lady told me, she said, well, you're not going to pass your, uh, your writing test. I'm like, okay. I got pissed off. And that was, the writing test was like three days after. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to see I'm going to pass that soccer. I'm going to pass because I am not going to go twice. That day, I focused 
I'm glad I focused on that because in the old days, um, it wasn't on a computer. It was on a, a little piece of paper where you had to cross everything. And luckily, it was you could erase it. And you had those 40 questions, if I'm right, where I was 40. You can make only five mistakes. And at one point of time, I somehow I answered the question below. And all of my questions afterward were started to be off. And I realized oh. this after 10 questions. So I went back and corrected everything, luckily, but I was able to pass. And oh, I wow. said, see, universe, you told me I'm going to change it. And I did. I'm like, I focused. I would have not focused. I would have flunked. And I was oh, like, wow. this That's is not happening. So huh. like I said to people, the only thing you can change is when you're going to die. That's the only thing. Unless the universe grants you those seven days, that's the only time the universe will grant you to do not die on your specific day you're supposed to die. You can modify and change the course of your life as it should be. You're capable to do it. Now, it's up to you to do it. Again, like you said, we're the master of our own destiny. You can decide to change the course or not. I, so, think, I, think, I think you're, you're right. <clears throat> because I think people don't look at their lives as like <clears throat> this thing that is kind of more malleable than they think. Like if you, if you live a reckless life where you, you know, maybe you drive a motorcycle, maybe you fly a lot, maybe you do helicopters, maybe you drink excessively, maybe you do really hard drugs. Maybe you, you know, hang out with the wrong people in a gang. Maybe you do these things that are dangerous you're shortening your life. You are statistically reducing the chance of you living a long life. Now, if you eat healthy, you know, put yourself in a good, healthy mind, psychological and spiritual state, um, you're extending your life. Obviously, there's things you can't account for, you know, car accidents, you know, just being wrong place, wrong time. But I think people, I think we, you know, there, there's, there's probability of life expectancy, you know, based off of your lineage and, you know, your family history and stuff. And then there's a lot that's up to you. And there's a lot that you have control over. It's funny, like, I think a lot about um, how much, you know, what we eat, how we treat ourselves can dictate whether we get these like really, really, really bad diseases. And, you know, the studies have been out there as far as like, you know, eating healthy is good for, you know, heart disease, stuff like that. But I also think about like the corruption within the pharm pharmaceutical industry, the corruption yep. within, you know, doctors and, you know, how mm -hmm. they do certain things to make you do additional checkups because they get money and, you know, all of these different things, you know, if, if I go to the doctor and I have a tumor um, that might be benign. Um, I feel like, you know, say I didn't go to the doctor for the next, you know, 50 years, I may have had a tumor and it's gone away like 12 times over, or maybe it's been mm -hmm. benign and it's been there and just, you know, cause listen, I, I'm second, I'm first generation. Like, my parents, they grew up in Ethiopia and all their ancestors before that grew up in Ethiopia. No real surgery. No, actually no surgery. No modern medicine. And yeah. I'm here today. You know, mm -hmm. if they find something, you know, a lot of the times it was based off of maybe what I did, what I consumed, maybe yeah. know, the bad stuff that America, you know, feeds all of us. Um, but, you know, kind of side note, Sometimes we, a lot of stuff they find and then they almost like create a problem that might not be there. But um, of course, you know, that's, you know, there's certain circumstances where they find it and then it's like, hey, you're going to die if we don't, you know, address this. But, you know, I'm not a professional. Got to trust doctors. I, I, I can't, I can't, I have no position on that that is of value. But for me, I just, I'm like, let me live the healthiest life I can take care of myself, you know, do my due diligence, listen to my body yes. and then, you know, live how I, how, how I live. And I agree with you on this one. That's why I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to put, the, I have a stand on this one, especially for me, because 
I'm using higher energies and uh, I elevate my energies higher. So the frequency I'm working in is higher than most people. Uh, I have to make sure that I'm in tune with myself. So I do, and over 20 years ago, uh, and I'm not a vegan, but uh, I'm, I worked uh, and I'm working and I'm still working with a holistic doc, actually. I don't go the traditional route. I go the holistic way. That's mm -hmm. what I have to do uh, for my body. And I listen to my body. Now, I went not to a quack because there is a lot of quack everywhere, good or, you know, holistic or not, traditional as well. But sure. I have somebody that I've been working for the past 20 years with who have helped me to go through everything that I've been uh, through. But uh, it helps to tune up my body. And that's what is necessary because even with the food we've got organic, it's not enough to get uh, the nutrition that our body needs. Now, and I have nothing around uh, for everything uh, uh, off the counter like vitamins, but you know, everybody came up or you got a uh, general surgeon and say, oh, vitamin D, everybody needs to take it. Okay, but not everybody can take it to the same dosage. And when they give a you know, general prescription, you need to take two, they don't even ask the body. Mine, when I talk to my doc, and he's even he's in Chicago, actually, he's not even in Minneapolis, he's in Chicago, so he do, do it from a distance. He asks my body, how many do I need? What do I need? And how many per day? So at least I know everything is custom based on what my body needs. And yeah. that's what makes a huge difference as well. Our body, we only have one, okay? The, our spirit is hosted by our body. Regardless if we love our bodies or not, this is what we've got. So we have to work with it. It's not like yeah. we can change it. And honestly, I will never change mine. I'm fine. I'm like, this is one vessel. I keep it. I'm fine. But you have to take care of it because like, you know, even in the Bible, I said our body is our temple. There is a reason yeah. it's a temple because it's hosting it. So mm -hmm. we need to take care of it. We need to... Um, do the best we can. It doesn't mean, you know, you have to deprive you if you want an ice cream once in a while, get your ice cream and you're like, oh God, I should never took it because now I'm going to fall asleep. But you have yeah. to take care of it and respect it. And a lot of people are abusing it because... Well, we do what we're told. I don't even think they know they're abusing it though, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> well, we can take it on our, on our next uh, uh, podcast with me because... Yeah. Uh, you're right on this one, but you need to be aware of it. And I think a lot yeah. of people are not aware of it. When I was a uh, young kid. Well, it takes kid, work and you got to care. It, and well, people have their own it, problems. And the problem is, and I'm going to tap into the millennia generation. I don't want, I'm going to poke on you guys. Is people think it's like a drive through I'm going to yeah. order it. I'm paying. I just want this pill. I'm taking it. I'm done. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, no, no, no it's, a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Your life is not a sprint unless you want to live your life like James Dean, uh, go quick and crash and down, fine. People think when but, they turn 30, their life is over. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. I'm going to tell you this. I am but, twice older but let's than hold, you. Hold, let's hold that thought. Let's hold that thought. Let's hold that thought. <laughs> um, so for the people listening, for the people watching, um, I'm about to hop on Emma's podcast. Um, so if you like this conversation, um, hop over to uh, her podcast, Emma's Universe. Um, yep. Thank you for coming on. Um, I don't, I'm going to say bye for formality reasons, even though we're going to Yes, we say bye. <laughs> uh, fun, fun conversation. I'm sure um, we're going to have a fun one on, one on yours. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. And that is the You Always Hangout podcast, guys. Thanks for coming along. If you can, please leave a five-star review on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be lovely. Uh, leave a comment as well. We, we really appreciate that. Thanks.